0: Welcome to the Dr. April Jasper Show, relevant conversations for business owners of today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate being a part of your life and being invited into your day. It is such a joy to be able to help our colleagues to bring value to their patients and to help you strengthen and grow your business. Join us at optometricmanagementeducation.com where you can learn more about all of the other services we provide. We have a subscription service that you can be a part of where you can learn and teach your team from the courses that we've recorded on all of the topics that are relevant to your success. We also have consulting services. And right now, if you give us a call, schedule a call with me, I'll be happy to talk to you about what we can do to help you grow your business one-on-one. Welcome back, everyone. We have had such a good time walking through a few of the 10 ways to recession-proof your practice, and I know we have two biggest smiles on our face right now for such a difficult and uh, sensitive topic, but I think that sometimes when things are challenging, it's time to put a smile on our face, and that should be one of the 10 ways. And we really do need to have a positive outlook. And so David and I have tried all through the last, what, 28 years of uh, optometry. Goodness. I know. We have tried to keep a positive outlook. However, there have been challenges. And so, you know, we're hoping to give you some of our ideas, but these don't just come from us and our practice. These Mm -hmm. are things we've learned as we've traveled around the country kind of the world, I guess we could say the world now and talk to optometrists across the world and said, what have you done to consistently be able to provide value to your patients?
1: Not just optometrists True, either. true. We've yes. talked to all different business owners and business yep. types.
0: Right. That's a good point. You have to look at all different businesses yep. and that's what we have done in learning. So the first four that we've done so far, we talked about creating your practice of distinction. Mm-hmm. What else? Always putting patients first by getting to know them.
1: Yep. Spend time and money on your optical.
0: Exactly. And then utilizing the latest in contact lens technology. So we touched on spectacle lenses, glasses. And so we want to talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. as well. So we talked about, again, the last one was utilize the latest in contact lens technology. Mm -hmm. This time we want to talk about how important it is to be knowledgeable about and utilize the latest in glasses and eyewear and spectacle technology. And, you know, the reason I think that this gets avoided many times is because it's been a topic that has been difficult to understand. So as a consumer, as a patient, what do you think when you... And honestly, let me back up. As a patient, can you tell the difference in lenses when you get your new glasses?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not a long-time prescription glasses where I've worn sunglasses obviously all my life. Right. Growing up even as a kid I would baseball or whatever it was, I was Right.
0: Well those blue eyes.
1: Yeah, well at the beach and it was just I needed them. I had to have them. So, I've worn sunglasses my entire life, but never prescription lenses.
0: And you wear progressives? I
1: do wear progressives now. That's why I'm wearing glasses all the time. Yeah, so it's I'm wearing progressives at this point in my life because I've got to be able to read my phone and whatever else, my books and And how do you
0: react when you have a pair of glasses where you feel like the prescription isn't as it should be?
1: It starts to cause strain. And within a couple hours, I'm already having a headache. So if I do pick up a pair that I haven't changed the lenses on, because I'll switch out my frames, obviously, every once in a while, and I'll pick those up and I'll be wearing them for an hour and I'm like, something's going on. And all of a sudden I'm starting to get a headache. I'm going, oh, time to take these off, put my other ones back on because they aren't the latest. (laughs) I have to laugh
0: because he's being very calm about his reaction. He actually has has a, and he won't even know he's doing it. So that's what's really funny about you. And I think interesting is you'll have the wrong pair of glasses on or, and cause we have multiple pairs at the home and at the office and at home, he'll put a pair on and he'll start complaining to me about a headache. And I'll look at him and say, What are you wearing for your glasses? (laughs) So it's not like it's even that David's making it up, not that he would. No, it's not even that. It's so real.
1: And you don't even, sometimes you don't even ask me. Sometimes (laughs) I'll just be like, What is going on? He does. Okay. I'll
0: throw him down on the. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's being real.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, What? I don't even understand. My head is killing me. So, what's so, yeah. interesting,
0: David, I, and you know, I've told you before, and I actually just completed a presentation. I was on a panel at Seco in Atlanta, Georgia, 2023. Okay. And we were talking years of about. CECO. That's right. It was their 100th anniversary year. Yeah. It was so much fun. But one of the panels I was on was one on presbyopia. And we were talking about all the different options for correcting presbyopia. And mm-hmm. by the way, there's going to be very soon more presbyopes alive than anyone else, any other category, very soon in the world. And yep. so there's a lot of patients that are in this same predicament that you're yep. in, Dave. Yep. So when I did the research and started looking at this, believe it or not, there are articles out there, not very many, but a few where there have been people that have said that not having the right prescription or not having the right lenses with the right measurements doesn't cause any problem at all. And then I kept researching and finding yeah. the latest and the greatest and the absolute opposite is the truth. Those other articles, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be made fun of. They're going to be debunked very easily. And because... it's not every
1: person, obviously, too. Good point. So I mean, just because I have an issue doesn't mean some the next guy that walks in is not going to have an issue. You're right. The so data does show that too. You can't.
0: Yeah. So here's the latest data. And this is why we place such an emphasis on making certain that we're using good quality lenses Mm -hmm. and patients' glasses, making sure we're using good quality progressive lenses in their glasses, making sure we have the right treatments on their lenses. Mm -hmm. All of it matters. And there has been research done. The latest research, January 2023 that was released was that It has been found so people may not know that there are if if you look at different types of progressives, what makes them different, you have the very basic level progressive, which is just cookie cutter, pull it off the shelf, its uh, surface is made so that it could be easily made for anyone in the prescription that you wear. Those are the kind you're going to buy that are the least expensive at all the places you can get the low end least expensive eyewear. No names will be mentioned on this podcast. (laughs) Then you have the next level where you have lenses that are customized. So we take all the measurements specifically for you to make sure that the lenses are made perfect for you and all the, all the positions are correct because every lens has an optical center. We want that to be perfect. We want that channel that you're looking through to be perfect. So that's the next level. And obviously you want to have a lens that has the widest viewing area in it, Mm -hmm. usable viewing area. Yep. And so that's the next level. And then you have another level of lenses which have even more personalization, more information that we collect from you to make the lenses be specifically made for what you do every day, which may be more basketball, or it could be golf, or it could be you're on a computer all day.
1: And that is the hardest thing, honestly, because a very good friend of mine is a mechanic. So he's working on, it's not just a matter of, okay, there's your monitor and right, you're, you're you're set. That's not the way it works. You're not. It's not. I'm playing basketball, and you're set. No, he's he's having to all over the place. He's got. A, he's pulling an engine out of a boat. He's pulling an engine out of a whatever it is, and he's working, or yeah. he's underneath the engine working on things from up underneath. Right. So his his distances are always changing. So yep. he's constantly got issues with how do you get the right. Uh, it's just it's crazy the the way people live their lives every single day that's and the their needs job they have yeah their needs yeah
0: we are excited to have cooper vision as a sponsor of our podcast cooper vision is one of the world's leading contact lens manufacturers and they serve eye care professionals and patients in over 130 countries their innovative products help millions of patients see every single day one of the technologies and innovations that we love the most about cooper vision is their groundbreaking technology in soft contact lenses that helps to slow the progression of myopia in children eight to 12 years old at the initiation of treatment. Well, and the other thing about it is sometimes patients think there should be one pair of glasses that does right. everything. And right. so there's so many times I say to them, do you have one pair of shoes that you wear for everything? Right. I don't see you going running in the same pair of shoes that you're wearing to go dancing. Yeah. And I don't see you wearing that pair of shoes when you're going swimming and exactly. you need swim shoes. Yep. So, I mean, going back though, to the different types of progressive lenses, this, what this study basically showed is that these different types of progressives. When you look at how patients do with them, patients that have the best, the top level, they notice the difference, Mm -hmm. but they notice the difference 49% of the time when they have a very basic prescription. So what does that mean? No, no, 51%. I'm sorry. So what does that mean? That means, let's just call it halves. The other half of the patients with a very basic low prescription Mm -hmm. don't notice the difference. Okay. Here's my point though. I have no way to know who's who, who is going to notice the difference and who isn't. Right. And I found early on in our business, when Mm -hmm. we started out that we had patients. So we were using way back then the very basic level progressive. And we had patients coming back saying, Hey doc, why can't I uh, do this or that or the other? I'm I'm struggling getting used to these lenses. I didn't know because I hadn't done the research. Right. I started to look into it and I understood that we weren't using the top level progressive lens, Mm -hmm. which 50% of patients are not going to do well with the one I give them. Right. And so they're going to come back and they're going to complain and they're not going to think it's the lenses. And and by the way, how do I tell somebody, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, most people do okay with those, but 50% don't. So I sold you something that doesn't work half the time. Right. I really didn't understand that. That right, made no yeah. sense. Does that sound right to you? No, not at all. Okay, so I'm I'm on the right page here. It's
1: quite scary, actually, if you tell a patient that.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell them that. So then I'm backtracking and trying to fix it. And one thing I believe in over so many other things is that I want to do for my patients what I would want for a doctor to do for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's very simple the golden rules what we call it and and so in the world of spectacle lenses if i know that in the easy low prescription patients 50% of them are going to fail with right. a progressive lens it's a very basic lens and why would i ever have it in my mm-hmm. practice yeah it's a lot easier to explain to a patient when they say why are your lenses so expensive well, because we only use lenses we know are the best. We only use lenses we know are going to work. And in some cases, they might cost more than something else out there. But it's okay because we know that in the end, you're going to love them and we're going to take care of you no matter right. what.
1: Right. And we're not in an industry that's, it's not a—it's. I mean, some of the stuff, obviously, we sell luxury items, right? Sure, yeah. But this is people's, I mean, they're driving, they're working. Yes, They've, this is their life. This is their life. And it's not a matter of, and if it's a difference of, you know, $40 or $50 right. for a lens, yeah. I think most people are going to be like, if, I've, if I'm going to have headaches every day, or if I'm going to have, you know, if I'm just not going to have best vision... That that's not even right. going to be a question to them that's their life they've right. grown up that way most of the time I mean right. a lot of people wear their glasses their entire lives so they know that's 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 what they deal with constantly but you know what so, I
0: think the other thing I'll never forget a day that we were at our other office the, you know the one we used to be in that was less than 900 square feet that yeah. one And we had a patient come in, we had closed, and I forgot to lock the door. And so I was just picking things up and he comes up to the door and opens it up and he leans in and he, he yells in and I smile. I said, welcome, sorry, we're closed, but can I answer any questions? And he says, yeah, I just wondered how much your eye exam is. And I mean, I've taught people, so many staff members, so many of our team members over and over, That the last thing that people really are asking when they ask you how much your eye exam is, is for a dollar amount. What they're really asking us is what is it that you do that makes your exam worth the price that you charge? And so the last thing I'm going to do when I yell back, which I wasn't going to do anyway, was just yell back a number. So I walk out and I start having a conversation with him. I ask him about himself. I ask him what his needs are. What are you wanting to get from your exam? I walk through what we do. Yep. And he almost forgot to ask me for a number by the time he left the building. <laughs> right. And so he walks off. He did at first and he turns back around. He says, oh, okay, well, I- I'm definitely coming in. But how much is that again? <laughs> and so then I told him a number and his, and the number didn't matter as much to him at that point. Because right. whether I'm more or less than someone else, he knows me. He knows Mm. how we're going to take care of him and he knows what makes that number what it is. Right. So when you look at glasses, back to what you were saying, Dave, Mm -hmm. you're exactly right. That the understanding though, that I always have is that we're going to tell our patients what we have. We're going to explain why it's different. But in the end, I don't expect everybody to buy and that's okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: There may be a time in a season and this has happened where Mm -hmm. a patient says, gee, I just can't afford that today. Right. So they either wait and come back mm-hmm. or they go buy the one that is the less expensive. Because mm-hmm. we have everything. Less quality.
1: Right. We've got all the price ranges in our office. I mean, we've got the ultra luxury and we've got down to affordable that people can, but they're quality. They're not.
0: Right. They're, they're going to find something cheaper. I'm yes. not going to go out there and say we are the cheapest. We aren't. And that's okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. my point. I don't but mind it's that affordable we're
1: not. Most of the time. I mean, we are affordable to what? 95% of people can buy something in our practice. so it's And they not,
0: choose to have something that right. is going to make them uh, see better. Right. So I think when you go back and look at the 10 ways to recession-proof your practice and you start to look at how spectacle lenses have anything to do with that, mm-hmm. what patients want, what surveys have shown is they want you to be knowledgeable about your product. They want you to uh, be able to explain to them what their needs are or what the solution is to their needs, actually. Yep. And then tell them, what you will do for them and how these lenses will work for them to help them with what they're doing in their life to David's point, right? whether they are a mechanic or whether they work on a computer all day, maybe they are a preacher. Maybe they work with customers in a store. Mm -hmm. We don't know exactly what they do until we ask them. Right. And once we know what their needs are and we know our product, now we can match our patients needs with the product that we know is available. Right and most of the time what you're going to find is that one option isn't going to solve all their problems. Right. But if we don't understand the products we have, if we don't have the right products available, then it's very difficult to solve our patients' needs. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to be able to help them to see the value in what we provide.
1: Right. Love it.
0: Yeah, so this is this has been very it's been a fun journey. It's been fun for us to learn more. And we love having our team come in, our, um, our lab team come in mm-hmm. and explain to us about new products yep. and help all of us to become knowledgeable. And I will tell you, anyone who's listening that's in the business, it is one of the most difficult things to learn. It's one mm-hmm. of the most difficult things to teach new members of our team. But we tell everybody, number one, we are not selling anything. And it's okay if somebody doesn't want to buy. Yeah. It's not about selling. It's about providing value and meeting patients' needs. But we can't do that when we don't sell product that does that, first of all. Yep. And we also don't want them coming back complaining.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's the last thing we want.
0: Yeah. It doesn't fit my business model. (laughs) And I know David doesn't like it when he sees how sad I am on those days that somebody comes in upset. Mm -hmm. We won't go into that, but I I think that I let that derail a whole. That's another whole episode. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. We're going to be back with another of these 10 ways to recession proof your practice. We've made it through five. Join us for the next one.
1: If you suffer from dry, scratchy, irritated eyes, the problem may actually stem from your eyelids. Cleansing eyelids daily is essential for maintaining healthy eyes, which is why doctors recommend Ocusoft Lid Scrub Allergy Eyelid Cleanser. New Ocusoft Lid Scrub Allergy removes oil, pollen, and other contaminants from your eyelids to effectively reduce redness, irritation, and itching caused by seasonal allergies. These pre-moistened wipes are easy to use, on the go, or at home. Simply wipe and leave on. As the industry standard of care, Ocusoft has a full line of eyelid cleansers for various conditions, available through eye care professionals, most retail outlets,
0: and Amazon.com. Visit Ocusoft.com for more details.